Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We're talking about the Phoenix Event Alliance and plans to take what is done with the Virginia Renaissance Fair at Lake Anna Winery to a new level. We talked with Cornelia Rutherford on Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFEA. Here is part of that conversation. You are in, and several times a year, we always have great times with you talking about the Virginia Renaissance Fair at Lake Anna Winery. What we're going to talk about today is the fact that the Virginia Renaissance Fair, you would like to have to have your own piece of property or a, or, or even a, or just a just a right. bigger place to be able to do what the the Renaissance Fair does and other things. Well, you know, Ted, we we'd like to have a permanent home that we can build uh, buildings and and make a more elaborate town like uh, facility. So it's not just tents. If you've been at the fair, you know that we have a couple of permanent ish. Uh, stages but the rest of it is a tent town it's called a soft fair and we would really like and our vendors and our performers would like to be a little bit more substantial and we can't really do that where we've been located all these years we've been at the lake anna winery now for 17 years and they are incredibly gracious hosts we love being there the fact of the matter is we are outgrowing it exponentially every year and parking is becoming a problem and we really can't build there this is after all their property yeah. and they, they're in the business of making wine and growing grapes so what we started out is looking for a place to move to and I did a lot of research we actually did a lot of research on what it was going to take uh, the big shows places like Maryland have over 100 acres of parking alone and right now even with our overflow we're barely at 40 acres so for us to grow, and I, don't get me wrong, I don't really want to be a big commercial show. We want to keep the flavor we have. And yet we do need to grow and we need to provide our patrons with a good place to park and easy access. So we started looking around and I went to talk to Spotsylvania County, uh, Tom Ramora at Economic Development. And he and I agreed that why would the renaissance fair want to purchase a piece of ground that it was going to use for five weekends a year for a show and four weekends a year for rehearsals uh it didn't make sense because you still have to protect it and do all these things Mm -hmm. and he said why don't you think bigger so i started thinking and he said go to meetings find out what people in this county need and want so i did and i met people uh that had a similar drive, a passion. The first person I met was Vilma Gill, who's a local gal. She's a Broadway actress, dancer, singer, phenomenally talented. She was just recently in uh, uh, In the Heights, um, which is uh, a play that ran in Richmond and in, I think, Olney. Uh, 
So, you know, she's she's a pretty well-known actress, and she lives right here. And her dream is to have a really nice professional theater with studio space so she could do proper theater and dance training. So we hooked up, and then I, my blacksmith, Carson Sams, also a local boy, born and bred here, folks, uh, came to me and he said he'd always dreamt of having a folk art school where he could train, people could come and learn the, these disappearing arts, not just blacksmithing, but woodworking, metalworking, glass blowing, fiber arts, you name it. And we started to think, you know what? What if we had a piece of ground that could host the Renaissance Fair, have a nice professional theater and dance company here locally where we've got a plethora of talent, folks, have the folk art school? And then I heard from Bonnie Williams who said, I would really like to have a place where people could do trail riding and, and training. And I really want to work with uh, wounded warriors and special needs adults doing equine therapy. Mm. Which, So we said, okay, so now we've got horses. And pretty soon I had a team. So I went back to Tom and I said, okay, what do you think about this? And he said, you're getting there. Think bigger. Huh, think bigger. Uh, that's pretty big, Tom. Yeah. And he said, no, no, I'm telling you, think bigger. And then I remember something my dad said. He said, if you're going to dream, dream big. It's a dream. Go for it. So we started talking to people, and I found out rugby is an up-and-coming sport in the U.S. And there's quite an interest here, especially at Mary Washington University. I was going to say, yeah. Tim Brown uh, worked his butt off to get that beautiful uh field over there and and the team going mother's rugby so i met uh, a gentleman from scott clark from the leicester england tigers professional rugby team uh club their clubs and we had quite a chat he was here in the u.s looking for a place for a u.s presence for the leicester tigers foundation which is dedicated to uh educating especially um at-risk youth but they are interested in not not having a big professional rugby team, but in teaching rugby as a way of learning life skills and and the discipline you need to play rugby. You can apply to your education as well. And they're they're all about having these camps where you do half a day of academics and half a day of rugby. Um, and we hit it off, but he was looking at Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Chicago area, uh, Massachusetts, Texas, Texas, Texas. They're big. It's a big deal out there. So I knew, I knew that I didn't, with my little concept, and at that point it was concept. Yeah. I didn't stand a chance. Three weeks after I saw him here in Fredericksburg, he called me from Heathrow Airport and said, I had a board meeting with the board of directors while I was on the plane flying home and if you get the ground you have the Leicester Tigers which means that if we get the ground for this project I can bring over professional rugby players who won their match yesterday by five zip um, and they will train kids as young as six and as old as 26 in, in the skills of rugby and also that application of rugby to uh, education. 
I met with them again last year. Uh, I was invited over, and we had a big tour of their, their stadium, which looks like Redskins Stadium, by the way. It's a big professional stadium. Yeah. And while we were there, we met Lord Digby Jones, Baron Birmingham, uh, who knew about our project. And he said, oh, oh, I've been to Virginia. I've been to Virginia. It's very good. I've been to Richmond. Have you been to Richmond? Uh, he was just a hoot, and he said, if I could get the ground... And if I would have him, Lord Digby Jones would love to come over and cut the ribbon to the rugby fields. So now we have sport, we have equestrian arts and trail riding, we have face uh, a, a um, village for the Renaissance Fair, a folk arts school, and professional theater. At which point, a gentleman came to me, and he is a landscaper and sort of a landscape artist, and he said you're probably going to want a cohesive look and feel to this park. And wouldn't it be interesting if, for example, around the fair pub, you were growing hops and barley and things. Yeah. And wouldn't it be beautiful to have a lovely um, formal garden that you could even host weddings in? And wouldn't it be nice around the, the rugby field to have engaging uh, landscape? He's all about landscape that's not just beautiful to look at, tactile and scented and makes noise so if maybe you aren't a seeing person you can still enjoy that garden so he came on board and the last thing is all these people that are going to come to this thing are going to have to eat and we brought in a, a guy and his partners who are very much interested in uh, food service full uh, on-site food service, everything from concessions to sit-down meals in a restaurant or, say, a wedding reception or a corporate event, uh, box lunches so you can have outdoor theater and just grab a box lunch, the whole, the whole gamut, including a commercial kitchen with rental space. So these local home uh, businesses, the people that are making pies out of their home kitchen or pierogies. I met a lady whose business, pierogi business, took off. And she can't do it anymore because it's in her kitchen and her kitchen isn't big enough. So we thought, well, let's, let's add a commercial kitchen because there's a need for that. And there's a need to train people in the food service arts from growing it in the fields to serving it on a table. So that, when I went back to Tom. <laughs> was that big enough? That was big enough. And we had done all our research. We'd attended town meetings and church meetings and incubator meetings and gone to the what was going on at Goodwill and what was going on at United and, and United Way and we found out we talked to people in the slug lines going to DC and in giant supermarket and just anywhere you could talk my team just talked to people and gathered and you know what people want around here they want a place that the whole family can go and do what they're interested in. And mom or dad is not driving all over the county mm -hmm. because then whoever's behind the wheel doesn't get to do what they want to do. So we came up with the concept for common ground in Event Park here in Spotsylvania. And that is why I'm here. Wow. <laughs> you take a look at that whole thing and you just think for, for Spotsylvania County, wh what a unique tourism destination this becomes. Oh, huge. And, and just to use proof of concept, I want to use the fair as proof of concept. The concept is the same thing I used when I started the Renaissance Fair, which was to make this thing accessible yeah. for everybody, to make it find something that will interest 
pretty much everybody and to put it in one place where people felt comfortable. So we took that concept and we, we grew it into this idea. Spotsylvania County, and I, I will tell you in case you don't know, the Renaissance Fair toured for two years around the state. We even went to Maryland and Pennsylvania. Uh, we toured the state, and Spotsylvania County is the sweet spot. It's the sweet spot for this kind of thing. If you live here, you know you don't want to haul into D.C. on a Tuesday night to see a show. No matter how bad you want to see that show, you look at that road and you think, oh, I'll wait till it comes out on video. Yeah. <clears throat> and you don't really want to go to Richmond, although Richmond's an easier drive, unless you're driving south during the southbound rush. Um, so there's you're kind of stuck. And yes, we have some lovely things here. There's some theater. There's, there's all kinds of training. There is not a folk art school closer than North Carolina, not a good one. Um, and trail riding in the area is sparse. But if we can find a place where we can put in 26 miles of trails, we not only have trail riding, we have competitive trail riding capability, hmm. which is a big deal. And that brought us to this thing that we kept coming back to is the need for our special needs young adults who have aged out of the school system to have a place they can go to get training and to be uh, have a place that they can go every day or three days a week or whatever, but it's local where they can have a, a job based on their ability. They can have friends. They can interact with the general public and have some kind of quality of life. Right now in this area, when you're 21 and you age out of the school system, there isn't much you can do. And Goodwill, United Way, a lot of the social service agencies have wonderful plans in place for how to train some of these young people, things they can do. But there's nowhere to do it. There's no there for these people to go. <coughs> and it occurred to us, common ground is the perfect yeah. there. Yeah. It's perfect. I, again, back to the Renaissance Fair as proof of concept, we have young adults with autism, Asperger's, um, mental challenges, uh, intellectual challenges. We've had people in wheelchairs. We've had deaf people. Um, we have people with serious uh, vision issues. And they're all part of the cast and the crew. We can find a home for everyone. Now, if I can do that, on a scale with the fair, we already know how to do it. We've already proven our success. Let's take that and do it on this broader scale. Every person in the team, every person that has come together to form the Phoenix Event Alliance, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, has experience working with special needs um, adults, especially uh, Carson, the blacksmith, works with wounded warriors all the time. As he says, you can get a whole lot of frustration out of your system by pounding a, the heck out of a piece of hot metal. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think what we're offering here is unique. I, you can go out and see how it's working for other places, and you're going to find out something. There isn't another place like this. This is pretty ambitious, and it's pretty new. 
the Common Ground Event Park. It's uh, it's a it's, it's a concept for Spotsylvania County that, uh, and uh, you are you have really laid out really well what it's gonna. I mean, it's exciting to think about about all of this. Just as far as just some some basic requirements, you what. What are some of the things that you're looking for right now? Well, the thing we're looking for most right now is the ground to put this on. I've been working with an engineering group out of uh, West Virginia that has a local office who are <clears throat> all about doing green sustainability uh, with water, electrics, who are all the utilities. And they're willing to come in and work with us. <clears throat> We've got a plan in place that if we have a piece of ground that has enough parking, we can actually be doing some with something with it within a month of taking uh, possession of the property. What we need is the ground. It's yeah. hard to hit the ground running, Ted, if you don't have the ground. Uh, there's not a lot of large parcels currently for sale in our price range within in the county right now. We need about 300 acres at minimum, okay. at minimum. We'd like it to be... <clears throat> half and half wooded and cleared. Uh, I hate the thought of having to take down trees to make parking lots. So if there's already a farm field there, there you go. We've mm -hmm. already got yeah. it. Um, we need a, a space to put in at least uh, one driveway that will be two and a half vehicles wide so that a fire, fire trucks can get in. Uh, ideally, we'd like an entrance and an exit. Um, and it needs to be within the county. I'd, I'd like it within the county. We've looked at Louisa, but Louisa is more interested in um, heavy and intellectual uh, industry. So they weren't interested. But folks, this is a wonderful way to bring in tourist money. Uh, economic development through tourism is up and coming. And Virginia, of all the states in the union, is so unique in that it's got a little of everything. It's got water, it's got history, it's got mountains. And I think we can really capitalize on that. The fair is proof that in the 23,000 people that come in the five weekends each year, they come from all over the country, not just Virginia. And they have always come from distance. So we're looking for land. And either to purchase or for a long-term lease, let's say 30 years, if you or you know someone who has, um, you know, there's a lot of land here that's in family estates and it's just sort of laying fallow. It's a great way to keep your family name alive because uh, we would love to do some naming rights of those rugby fields or the trails or whatever is interest to you. Uh, but we need the ground. Three to 500 acres, we'd like it to be no more than 15 minutes off of 95 because once you slug down 95, you don't want to drive much further. And agricultural zoning, we want to be able to make sure we have enough of a buffer uh, for light and sound buffer yeah. so that the neighbors aren't bothered. That's, that's really um, an important thing for us. And uh, we're really interested if anybody's got a piece of ground that has some historic providence to the area, to the state. Uh, we have people on our team who are actually um, archaeologists and museum specialists who would, are more than willing to preserve and promote whatever historic aspect there is to the ground. There are so many pieces to this, and we, we, we've talked over the last few years you've, you've, uh, as you've been developing this, but I had no idea that it involves so many pieces now. This is, this is really exciting. It's incredibly exciting, and 
when I go out and I talk to people, you can sort of see their eyes glaze over because there's so much. But just think of one thing that really caught your interest. Maybe you really would like to do the folk arts. Maybe you you would like to try trail riding. Maybe rugby. You know what, Ted? You can play football, soccer, um, curling, field hockey on a rugby field. Yeah. But you cannot play rugby on a football or soccer field because they're not big enough. So imagine that. We'll have these lovely rugby fields, and they can host all kinds of sports. So it, think about the stuff that grabs you. Maybe you've got a little cottage industry for your um, your baking or cooking, or you want to... Uh, I didn't mention the audiovisual aspect. We have a... We're going to be putting up our own... Um, online channel and if we're going to have people who can teach we're going to be filming them and doing specials on it so that they can be online and everyone can share so if you're interested in any of these things call me let's talk what's the what's the best way if, if, if someone either has a piece of land or knows of something or wants to talk to you about about something what's what's the be- the best way to get in, in, involved with you Cornelia? well I'll tell you what we have a website it's Phoenix eventalliance.org and you can get to us at my park like my park at phoenixeventalliance.org that's the email and our phone number is 703 PEA 8141 that's 703 732 8141 I would love to talk to you if you're interested in any aspect of our project. The team is ramping up. We've got some fundraisers coming up. And uh, it's all about let's get Common Ground going here in Spotsylvania. It will bring world attention to our county. But just in, in, like you said, just what you've done with the Renaissance Fair, Just that, then that's just a small piece of this. And I was told, Ted, that I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was told I didn't know what I was doing. And you know what? They were right. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I just knew that somebody had to do it. So we did it. And here we are, 19 years later, with a very successful operation that's been running in the black since its third year. And that was in the middle of a recession, just to remind you all. So if we can do it once... We can do it again. And the people that are part of this project are local and and incredibly talented with a passion that I, I, is rare in these day, these times. So this can be something. This is real. Common Ground Event Park is the vision. And uh, Cornelia Rutherford, with uh, we've known her for for all these years as with the uh, the Virginia Renaissance Fair, but much much more here. Again, 703-732-8141 for information, or uh, go to phoenixeventalliance.org. If you like listening to this podcast, please link, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us on Channel B online at b1015.com, keyword podcasts. If you want to talk about your business, I'd like to hear from you. You can contact me, ted at wfvaradio.com, ted at wfvaradio.com. We would like to highlight your business. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ted Schubel. We'll see you next time when we become... 
all business. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests in this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.